Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach, Alan Picorni. Every week we do this nice podcast so everybody can find out everything going on in the Bennington wrestling world. We had last week off because, well, there was nothing going on last weekend. So took a little bit of time off for the holiday, but uh, we're going to recap the duels this week and a little uh, brief... Uh, preview of what's to come and even some state dual wild card stuff like always and i guess we'll just uh get right into it uh as a reminder you can always send us information that you want answered on the show any questions so you can tweet at us send us emails find us and tell us however you want um so i guess diving in just a recap of the week how how practices went and other things with the duel in the middle of the week it kind of broke it up a little bit more uh yeah uh practice on i mean there's uh the duel on thursday but you know with the holidays it's just kind of a weird schedule and um you know i i mean there's nothing that stands out as far as practice goes it's good bad or otherwise uh you know we're just getting kids back from off holiday break and and uh, uh you know robert missing last the previous week because uh being sick getting him back on Monday and he kind of, as the week progressed, looked better and better all the time. He, uh, you know, so, uh, and there's some others fighting little things here or there, but, uh, uh, mainly just getting everybody back into the room and, and, uh, getting back into the swing of things and cause, uh, it won't be long and the state tournaments will be here. So yeah. Second half of the season always flies by. It seems like, it's nice and slow through December, and all of a sudden, once January hits, it's like boom, 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 conferences, conference duels, districts, state duels, state, and just phew, all of a sudden the season's over. So it's going to go fast now. Um, I guess speaking of Lincoln Southeast, uh, boy, I felt that duel was – it felt a lot closer than the score showed. It was real tight throughout the beginning. We were a little worried. Felt a little worried with that one. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that was, uh, we, you know, we started out real well uh, uh, with Jake Steyer getting a pin, and that was really huge, I thought, to start with because uh, that kid had a pretty good record, um, you know, and, and, and so when I'm doing my uh, pre-dual analysis, uh, you know, actually I, I was kind of marking that as a loss. So, uh, you know, anytime you can get a win and not only win and, and a pin and, um, you know, that's, that's nine point swing in our favor from what we're thinking. So we start off real well, um, you know, and, and that wasn't luck either. I mean, he, he controlled the match and, and, uh, turned him and pinned him. So, uh, you know, that was, that was great for Jake and, and showing that, uh, uh he's continuing to develop and, and, uh, you know, it was going to be a, a big force for us down the road and, and really having a great impact even this year. Um, you know, and Kale, uh, was up next cause we started at 285 and once you hit 285, you start all over at 106. So, uh, and then we had Kale and AJ come up and, you know, they, they took care of business like they always do and a couple pins. And so we we're feeling pretty good about that point, uh, being up 18 zero. And, um, then, uh, Hunter Anderson comes up and, and, uh, you know, he had a tough opponent too. And, uh, really I was pleased with the, how he wrestled. He ended up losing 10 to seven, 
but uh, you know that kid. I think his record was around twelve and two or something like that. And uh, you know, and, and Lincoln Southeast was also at the fracas, so you know they they had some tough matches there. That uh, you know the, that their records are pretty legit when you when you see the records, and um, you know so that was even though Hunter lost, he's he's coming along, and you could see that he's starting to develop into a wrestler that uh, we can count on winning matches that he should, and you know and almost pulling an upset there and, and uh you know really even kind of this weekend uh, almost pulled a major upset um uh, even though a score may not look like it when we get to it but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that situation later um but you know he dropped the match and you know and then uh, uh we end up losing uh the next uh, uh three after that so we lose four in a row um but because of bonus points we're still Still ahead, uh, we're at the 18 to 15 at that point. After that, but uh, we started getting nervous there because um, you know Matthew Co ended up losing a match in overtime, and you know he he kind of looked a little. Uh, um, you know, it was probably one of his mat- worst matches of the year. I thought kind of a little. I don't know if it's rusty or or what, um, but. Uh, he had a little bit of trouble with the guy. He, he has a nice little setup that he uh, works, um, you know, to, to set up his shots and and uh, really is highly successful with it. And couldn't get it going, and he, he kind of abandoned it halfway through because it was he was having trouble with it. And and uh, you know we had some, some talks afterward on that about that. So uh, just what he can do in those situations. But uh, uh, you know he had a good lead. 4-0 at one point and end up losing 6 to 4 in overtime and and so uh um you know that was uh that kind of hurt a little bit because that was one we expected to win and uh you know then Robert uh, dropped a 9 to 5 decision and uh you know to a to a kid that he beat last year um you know and it was one of those things where Robert got down right away taken down on his back and now he's down 5-0 and he's had too many of those lately we he needs to stop stop doing that getting behind and then trying to come back because after that i mean after being down five points i mean he ended up losing by four uh you know he won really if you look at it he won the rest of the match but you know he's always fighting from behind and um uh you know and that kid he had was real strong and and uh compact so uh you know he gave uh you know once that kid went defensive it, it was difficult to to uh score on him and so you know he ended up losing that one and you know and one thing robert was dealing with early he was pretty sick uh right around uh, christmas eve he got uh, i you know i don't know what it was but uh uh you know i know he'd been having fevers and something like that so he'd been sick for like over a week because he it was christmas eve he said he started coming down with it and he missed our first couple practices coming back and and really didn't start back till Monday, and you could see him. He's hacking in the room on Monday, and um, and uh, but he he progressively got a little bit better every day. And but Thursday, you know, I was real concerned too about where his conditioning was at, um, not just because he missed so much practice, but more because being sick, and and uh, uh, you know that could take it out of you too. And it, it kind of looked like that, so I, that might have had some effect on on how he wrestled and. Uh, you know, both physically and mentally, and but uh, but uh, uh, you know, as we'll talk about later with the weekend, he's it looks like he's uh, 
you know, well on his way to recovery. And, and, uh, so that's good. But, uh, so then we end up, uh, you know, they close the gap on us at that point, getting pretty nervous. And, uh, Colby went out there and got a win, got a tech fall, couldn't quite pin the guy. Uh, you know, one thing I noticed about Southeast was, uh, they're real good at a lot of little things as far as stopping, uh, you know, some of the turns and, and, uh, you know, and, and we had, uh, really focus on solid good technique rather than you know sometimes guys can turn uh lesser opponents um easily and and uh, so they get a little sloppy once in a while and yeah even though you, you preach over and over and over good solid technique and and uh you know that's kind of lincoln southeast was was pretty good at uh doing that i mean even aj who's who's a hammer on top and turns and pins a lot of guy see he struggled for quite a while uh and that match was fairly close even somewhat uh you know towards the middle of the match and and uh um you know and you can see each time he's getting closer and closer and getting the turns and and you know he basically had to uh you know adjust and focus on good good solid technique and he finally ended up getting the pin that he needed and um you know that's what happened with colby too he's fighting and fighting and not he could he kept turning the guy and getting him he ended up tech falling 15-0 but couldn't quite get the pin and um so anyhow then uh but still the duel's pretty close it's still too close for comfort and you know connor brett comes up um and uh you know he's a guy based off records and what you know we could see as as far as how who that kid wrestled that we're expecting to get a pin there and all of a sudden he gets tossed on his back and i mean the kid had a nice little I mean, it looked like some kind of inside trip or a little throw that he had that uh, put Connor right to his back and and uh, looked pretty tight and was pretty scary for a while. And I was like, this is not good. You know, that's that's a 12-point swing in their favor, and we already lost two matches that we expected to win. So uh, really scary situation, but Connor did a nice job of fighting and, um, you know, that's something we, we've preached that you got to be able to learn how to fight off your back because you never know when you're going to be on your back and, um, you know, and you got to be able to fight off to come back and win. And, uh, you know, Connor did a nice job finally getting off his back. And, and, uh, then once he got on top and, uh, you know, he ended up, uh, getting the pin and, and, uh, uh, very relieved then that, uh, um, at least that match went went our way and but even then i knew that the next two are going to be very tough and um you know and we end up uh, uh losing the next two uh so st- still still a scary situation yet but um you know i thought that we uh you know we were still ahead but uh and then we finished off with three wins uh you know two pins and a tuck fall um you know again and and uh uh, you know, so yeah, it, it was scary for quite a while, and uh, especially since we expected to win e- fairly easily, um, we ended up winning by what I probably expected by about twenty points, and and uh, but uh, it was I guess it was just different guys, and really it's kind of our young guys I thought that uh, um, carried the duel for us, um, you know, because we had a couple. You know, three of our seniors get get beat in there, and but uh, uh, you know the, some of the key matches I would say uh, was uh, Jake Styers match and 
and Connor Brett getting off his back was a key match, and and uh, uh, you know Luke McDonald had a had a pretty solid opponent and really kind of dominated and pinned him. So that was you know another sophomore helping us out, and then Hunter Thompson uh, getting a pin over you know a, a match that I thought was a toss up match, and so really came down to our freshmen and sophomores and. Um, you know, mostly I mentioned there were sophomores, but uh, you know, don't forget Kale and AJ going out there and getting a couple pins. So, um, really, uh, our freshmen and sophomores uh, carried that duel and, and won that for us. And uh, so that's that's good for for now and the future there. So I don't know what your <laughs> thoughts are on that. That's all my thoughts on that. Yes, that was about it. Like I said, just. It was definitely more of a nerve-wracking duel for quite a while, probably through Connor going on his back, and then once he got that pin, that seemed to, to seem to feel like it was turning around at that point. Um, yeah. Still was a little nervous that it could, was still close, but yeah, it... yeah. And uh, you know, we mentioned the duel, just something off. Not on, on the subject of, of the competition part, but uh, it is our military appreciation duel, and and uh, we've been doing this now. I think six, five, six years, seven, somewhere around there. I'm not sure exactly, but uh, I'd have to look it up. But uh, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, kind of the idea came back from uh, you know we had had some former wrestlers that have been in the military and really appreciate the things that they do, the sacrifices they made for our country and everything. And so we thought this is a good way of showing our appreciation for them and, and all military personnel. And uh, we try to do a fundraiser along with that where people make donations and, and even our wrestling club adds their donations in there. And, um, the, the past several years, the, the donations went to the, uh, Benton uh, Veterans Memorial uh, that was built in the park, and uh, we've donated around six thousand dollars for that over the years, and and they, and they were pretty much done with them. Don't really need any more for that. Uh, so I spoke with the American Legion Hall and in, in uh, town in Bennington because I like to keep it close, keep it in town as much as possible, or you know, and then checked with Joe Trader for some ideas and. Um, and then basically the uh, Legion Hall has some uh, uh, you know, remodeling needs or some construction needs to be done. They got uh, you know, some drainage problems on one side of the building that they need to address. And so it's going to go towards that and, and also uh, leveling of some flooring inside. And But uh, looks like, you know, don't we still have donations coming in or, or uh, to come in yet? And and uh, certainly if anybody still wants to donate, they, they can just get a hold of me right away or email me or uh, drop it off or whatever. But uh, uh, we'll get that taken care of probably in the next week or so, have the final tallies. But uh, um, it, it looks like somewhere around $1,000 will be able to donate uh, towards the Legion Hall to help them out. And, and uh, so uh, really appreciative of all our fans for what they're doing to, to donate. And, and uh and also to be there, uh, you know, at the duel itself because it was it was a great crowd. I uh, was real pleased with the crowds, especially during a, a holiday break. Um, you know, a lot of times you, you don't get the students and faculty there because they're all on break, and and other people that you know they're away for 
on family, you know, meeting the family and all that for the holidays. So uh, uh, it was great to see a, probably, a, I'd say, the biggest crowd we've had so far. Not two duels. I mean, it's 50 50 chance there, but, yeah. but it was a, actually a very good crowd. Uh, it wasn't a lot of room to sit anymore. Oh, and, that's good. It'd be nice to fill up that smaller gym so it's jam packed and then. Maybe someday start going back to the big gym if it gets too full there. Yep, yep. That's I'd love to see that and working on uh, some ideas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> better watch out. Craig's got ideas. So. Always got ideas. Yeah, I, I I looked back. It was uh this is the eighth year for the military appreciation duel. Oh so wow! Okay, it's even... twenty thirteen was the first one. All right, so there you go. Eight years of doing this. So anyway, that's pretty much all I got on this duel. Yeah. Um, so I guess what, uh, just roll in the, you know, into Saturday in the Badger duels. Um, it's our yearly yearly duel tournament. Ten teams um, using both gyms to do it, and JVs also get matches with it. We, you know, the way it works with the ten teams, we have two pools of five, so. Um, there's four duels going on each round and two teams, one for each pool are, are on a bye, and so they can get a chance to get JV matches in. We have a fifth mat set up that we use for the final round, um, for the final, for the last duel. Um, but you know, it gives JVs an opportunity, um, not just to watch, but to actually compete in it and get some good matches there. Um, I guess rolling more into the into the varsity duel uh started off with crete um don't think they had quite a full roster um yeah one. that's that's the one thing we'd, we'd like to see these i mean these are class b schools that uh like to see uh, um you know them fill up their uh rosters a little better but uh i know there's a new coach at, at crete doing you know it's uh doing a good job really trying to get things going again so uh you know maybe down the road in a couple of years you'll see uh, uh some improvements there but uh yeah they had uh several forfeits which um you know it doesn't help when you go just go out there and get your hand raised and mm -hmm. and uh, it also doesn't help our state turn or state dual qualifying points either that actually actually kind of hurt us this year uh seeing those teams but uh um you know they're there and there it is what it is and um you know but there are some they do have some good kids in there uh, uh you know even though they're uh you know bring a full roster they bring a couple quality kids and and uh so still got to wrestle them and and see what happens i mean they they're buchanan at 126 and he, he's rated around number two or something like mm -hmm. that in the state uh, uh you know a solid wrestler um you know, they also had a, a real good 170-pounder that's ranked, um, I believe, sixth at, uh, in the state also. And, and uh, Logan had a great match going with him. Uh, he was up 6-0 on him at one point and, and really wrestling well. And, and Logan has a potential to really uh, uh, do well. Uh, he's, he's really improved a lot this year and, and uh, you know, just uh, made a couple mistakes in there and uh, I mean, the first mistake, yeah, that happens. You know, you, you, uh, you know, if you haven't wrestled a guy in a while or before, um, you hit a hit a fireman's on him and and uh, you know kept that elbow tight and put him on, Logan on his back to 
to score four points. So now, now we're up six to, uh, still up six four. You know, all this happened in the third period too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and and then the kid cut Logan loose. Obviously, to do the same thing again, and you really got to learn that. Hey, you know, especially hit a fireman's on you. Don't let him get that overhook on you. And and uh, uh, and if Logan felt comfortable that he was going to be that was just luck or what, but uh, uh, the kid ended up doing the same thing on him and scoring another four points, and Logan ended up losing eight to seven uh, that match. But uh, uh, you know, if anything, Logan take out of it that he can compete with uh, you know anybody. Uh, in the state just about and um you just got to make uh um you know uh, don't make some mistakes and and wrestle with a solid technique and you know and also wrestle smart at times um and he'll be fine but uh so that was really the one match i'd say was if anything stood out as far as uh you know matches um yeah, i mean pretty much the rest we just dominated and and uh um, you know, although I know Connor Brecht had a uh, ten to three win in there, uh, you know, against a, a decent kid, but uh, uh, yeah, I think we pinned everybody else or got forfeit, so end up sixty nine to nine in that duel. So after after that, we had Ralston, which um, another Class B school. Are they in our district? I can't remember if they're in our district this year or not. No, I'm pretty sure they're not. Um, you know, I guess I just double check real look quick. Look that up real quick, but no, not this year. Yes, yeah, so I didn't think they were. Uh, you know, I've already been putting together stuff for our district, and but anyhow, um, yeah, they they got some good kids. Uh, you know, they're also missing some good kids too that uh, aren't eligible and. And, uh, you know, there's questions whether they'll, they'll get them back. But, um, you know, that was a good duel for us to, in, in a couple situations that was uh, that's going to really help us down the road. Um, you know, I guess we'll go down a couple of these here. Uh, you know, Hunter Anderson wrestled this Jeremy McKee, who's actually a 113-pounder, and he didn't make weight. Um, you know, so the they, kid's going back down to 113. And, we were really hoping that AJ got a chance to wrestle him to see what he's like because mm-hmm. uh, McKee's uh, rated number two in the state right now. And, um, you know, and, and so we wanted to wrestle him to see what he's like. But at least we got a chance with Hunter to, to wrestle him and, and get to see stuff. And, you know, obviously we'll have film on him too. And and uh, But Hunter did a nice job. That's This is the one I mentioned earlier about Hunter wrestling tough. Uh, he ended up losing 10-3, to 3, but that's kind of deceiving. Um you know, and and the reason why I think it's, I say it's deceiving is, uh, you know, there's there's about a, a six point swing in there on uh, what I say would be an interesting call. Uh, you know, Hunter had a nice shot and took the kid down right to his back and was covering ready to 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 get. You know, Hunter thought he can get a pin out of it and maybe mm-hmm. he could have, uh, but I would say uh, I I think he'd get some back points out of it and. And uh, he was called for a slam. Um, you know, the, the official thought that he drove his shoulder into his, his chest, and on the way down, he's, you know, because he's it wasn't you know wasn't loud or anything, and and uh, you know, and nothing looked bad. He just said that he just drove his chest shoulder into his chest uh, with all his weight, and, and 
uh, you know, talking to Hunter, he says, I couldn't have, I, you know, I, his knee was in my stomach. Yeah. So, um, I think it was one of those things where his, the kids, you know, as he's going down, his kids knee in his stomach. So Hunter's kind of leaned over a little bit more or, his, you know, it looks like he's driving him into his, in his shoulder, into his chest. So maybe just the position the ref was in and just, uh, you know, but that was unfortunate for Hunter because, um, you know, that was going to be big points and, and, uh, that was a big swing in, in points at that point. And, um, really changed the match from a close one and you know to what hunter might have gotten a win or maybe even a pin and um to end up hunter losing but uh, uh at least uh you know again showing hunters really coming along and and starting to be able to compete with anybody out there um so that was one there then we had another big match at uh, you know another big match at 145 uh with with colby and and that's Noah Talmadge. Um, Talmadge rated number two in the state and and a former state medalist. So, uh, you know, and Colby's dropped down down to 145 and staying there the rest of the season. Um, and end up losing six to four. Uh, you know, I mean, it was five four, probably less than five seconds. Colby cut him loose. I don't know if he thought he was going to get a takedown in that little bit of time or what. Um, uh, or if he wasn't aware that it was that close, but uh, either, either then, I mean, what, he, he wasn't going to be able to turn him in the last seconds anyway. But I think he was just hoping something crazy would happen and get a takedown or something in in the last five seconds. But uh, that's why he ended up being a two point decision. But uh, uh, you know, the thing that I like out of, that came out of that is um, you know, Talmadge. There's a possibility he you know he might be rated number one at point, one point this season or. Uh, you know, and it shows that Colby can compete with anybody in the state, in my opinion. Uh, uh, you know, certainly he's going to have to wrestle his best, as would anybody that, uh, you know, wants to place high or, or win a state title. But, uh, um, you know, it also gave us some things to look at. Uh, now we know, uh, you know, some of the tendencies that uh, Talmadge has and and uh, uh, something to be aware of next time we wrestle him that uh, – I think we can take advantage of and and uh, may come away with the win next time, which obviously is going to be at the state tournament, hopefully in the state finals. <laughs> that's that's the hope. Um, let's see. Other than that, um, you know, the, the other big match came at 285. Uh, you know, Jake Steyer wrestling uh, Hernandez, David Hernandez from Ralston, who's I think he's rated fifth or fourth or fifth right now. Um, also a returning state medalist, uh, and Jake wrestled him real well. It was, uh, you know, it was the score was three to three, went in overtime, or actually no, two two going into overtime. Um, you know, he, you know, the kid is really tough to score on and, and doesn't do a whole lot, but he doesn't get out of position, and uh, you know, but uh, Jake was able to, uh, you know, get it in overtime and and. Uh, we actually had the advantage uh, if we got to the ultimate tiebreaker, the, you know, the last period, and and I think Jake would have won that. Yeah, um, he was getting out pretty easily. Yeah, he was on bottom. I was thinking the same thing. But uh, uh, you know, another unfortunate situation where the guy stood up on Jake and was trying to get away from him, and and uh, you know, just because of where they're at, the guy ended up running out of bounds, and and. Uh, the official thought Jake pushed him out, which is a technical violation, and 
and one point for the other guy, and that was the difference in the match. Um, so very unfortunate uh, for that to happen. That would have been a, a huge win. Uh, you know, obviously it doesn't change the duel result at all, but uh, for Jake and, uh, you know, it had been a, just a huge win, feather in his cap that, hey, you know, I, I, I just be a state medalist, um, you know, and a guy ranked, so I, I, I can do this. Um, but he should still be able to take, take away from that that, uh, uh, you know, hey, I was right there with the guy and, and uh, you know, and, and uh, should have won that match. But, uh, uh, you know, that's just what I said, give him confidence going forward that uh, he's coming along and a chance to do re real well for us, um, you know, down the road, uh, hopefully sooner than later. But uh, don't forget, he's just a, just a sophomore that's only been wrestling Probably not even two years if you want to do the math because <coughs> he started in eighth grade. They in middle school it hadn't even started yet, so less than two years he's been wrestling and he's already competing against uh, state medalists. So real, uh, real pleased with his progress and he still has a, a ways to go yet. Um, so that was that was that one. Um, so we won fifty three to fifteen over Ralston and then. Had a super long break, it felt like. You know, a bye in the third round, and then um, the, you know, duels were going fast to start with. And so lunch, or the that round was started early, and by the time lunch break happened and everything else, um, by the time round four came around, it seemed like it had been a while. But guys kept themselves busy with their hacky sack game, so they weren't, didn't get too too uh tight sitting around <laughs> yeah that's one of the good things about them wanting to get up and do hacky sacks better than sitting on their phones and and i don't know texting or whatever they're doing but uh, they're up you know being active and why well, I, I had i can't remember which coach i was talking to but uh he mentioned like man he wishes his guys would do stuff like that you know, a lot talking about how nowadays the kids are sitting on their phone and stuff like that. He's like, "How do you get your guys, you know, up and doing?" I was like, "Ah, oh, they came up with this game a long time ago." And well, that was Lenowski from Adam Central. That okay. was a couple of years ago at our, uh, I think it's three years ago now. Because well, another coach mentioned it this weekend. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so, I was at the fracas about three years ago that he he told me that. But yeah, another one then I guess. Huh? <laughs> so the the hacky sack game is. It's good for getting the blood flowing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're moving around and, and rather than laying around, getting cold and and tightening up. But but I, then we had a Elkhorn South and that next round, and it started off slow, I guess. It's slow and long and long matches, not not the the quick duels that were going on around. Um, started off at one twenty six, and you know. I think uh, four out of the first five went the distance where – so it, it started off slow and a little – not quite back and forth, but, yeah, just a tight tight one to start with. Well, they had, uh, you know, several good wrestlers in there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and that was kind of their strength of their lineup. Uh, so uh, it was a tough place for us to start, and, and that really made things interesting too. Um because it kept the score close, and like you said, some battles in there. I, you know, I, I think we overall, uh, you know, wrestled well there. 
you know, Austin Breckenridge, you know, had had a tough kid, and you know, being a freshman, uh, you know, against uh, I, I believe that kid was a senior. That's uh, you know, that's that's a got a pretty good record, um, you know. So that was rough for him, but uh, you know, Matthew Coe had a a real tough match. Uh, this human from from South Oakland South, uh, I believe, is rated fifth or something like that in Class A. And Matthew's been close with him a few times, and this year, and uh, as close again. It was one to one late, very late. I mean, what, probably five seconds left or something like that. And and you know, and and Matthew just got a little out of position and and gave that guy a window of opportunity to get a shot in and took him down. And you know, so I know. Matthew was frustrated with that, but, uh, um, you know, I thought he wrestled him well, and I thought he wrestled him, he was wrestling better than the other kid, but, uh, you know, you just, you could never let let up, and that's one thing, you know, we tried teaching our kids not to get out of position, Um, you know, there's sometimes they'll stand up, or, you know, they'll, uh, you know, when they're on their feet, they'll kind of uh, come out of their position and to, to bounce around a little bit and get loose. It always makes me nervous. I, you know, I don't like when, when kids do that because, um, you know, if you're too close, a guy can get a shot in. That's kind of what – I don't think Matthew actually came out of his stance to do that, but, it, but he did get out of position, uh, kind of relax for a second as time was running down. And, and, uh, and so, you know, that's just a good example why – you should never get out of position and always stay in good position. Always be ready for every, any any opportunity or or any uh, thing the other your opponent might do. None of these guys are are Jordan Burrows, where he can bounce out and jump back in. Well, and even then, a lot of <laughs> a lot of times when they do that, they they back up and do that. And even then, I, I don't like that too. I mean, you're getting out of position, but uh, uh, you know, but. Uh, uh, yeah, if you're Jordan Burroughs, you could do some things that most other people can't. But, uh, so I wish Jordan wouldn't do that because people think they can do that too. Uh, so anyhow, uh, you know, Robert had a tough match. I was That was probably the one match, you know, I was most concerned that one in Lincoln East for him for the weekend would be the toughest matches. And did a nice job winning 8-3. to three. Um, You know, and, and I mentioned how he had been sick earlier and so – uh, it was good to see him, uh, you know, get in there and get some wins when, you know, against some quality opponents and not just getting over easy opponents. Uh, you know, it's showing that he's, you know, he's uh, getting over what he had and and just a, probably not quite back 100%, but pretty close. Uh, you know, Colby had a, a good opponent. I ended up majoring him 8-0. Uh, you know, Connor Breck. Had a good battle. One, like you said, I mean, four to one. I mean, these these matches are going the full, uh, full uh, match, full six minutes, and you know, and Nico had a very tough opponent, probably one of their better wrestlers, and so I mean, you know, Nico's still working on you know experience and all that. Um, Elkhorn, Elkhorn South had a a line of Welches that are pretty good wrestlers over the years. Over, yeah, you know, the last. 10, 15 years, it feels like. Maybe it hasn't been that long. I don't but think it feels like it's been around that long, but 15 well, years. Well, Elkhorn before that. But, but yeah, yeah, certainly it was, uh, you know, a tough, tough one for Nico. And, um, you know, and Logan Burmester had a, you know, a solid wrestler. Another you know, one that went full, 
six minutes and and logan had a had a battle with his guy who's tall and long and, and difficult to score on and i and, and didn't do a lot and really frustrated luke and um did i say logan earlier you said or logan I, oh well i said logan burmister and luke mcdonald sometimes. i was gonna pause at after logan's at that point that was halfway through the duel and and they were leading 18 to 10 and it i guess you know it seemed like man this would be closer i'm a little nervous on the duel you know to start off with so yeah and uh you know one thing about elkhorn south is um you know they got a new coach last year um in, a, in an interesting situation uh he was a hall of fame coach out in the state of washington and and uh, retired out there and moved i think he's got some family here in, in elkhorn and moved out here and Took a job at Elkhorn South, or not? Well, one of the Elkhorn Middle Schools, actually, and and uh, then he took the coaching job over there, and he's actually really doing a nice job there. At things I see and and uh, what, things he's doing with the guys, um, you know, really builds a program, not just uh, you know trying to get some elite kids in there, but uh, uh, really uh, building the program, uh, you know. He takes care of. He really get, tries getting his everybody experience, whether they're varsity, JV. I mean, you know, you, you'll see some programs out there. Um, all they care about is their elite guys and you know their their varsity guys and and uh, you know the JV or somebody that's on another mat that they assign some coach to 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 work with and practice and whatever else and um, you know not to mention any names, but uh, they live off getting elite kids in there and. When those elite kids dry up, they're going to fall off the face of the earth. And you might see that here in a year or two, one of those programs. But, uh, uh, you, you know, to build a solid program, you gotta you got to not only work with your advanced kids and your varsity guys, and but you also got to uh, work with the, uh, you know, the, the inexperienced guys and newcomers because you never know when those guys are going to step in and, um, you know, and, and – and, really help your program out and you know and and uh, you know you could look at our program right now we're you know we have a uh, real strong team but there's two three guys that well at least three guys on our lineup that uh, you know that never wrestled anything beyond you know they started middle school and and that's it and only been wrestling about uh two maybe three years max in their entire career and and uh you know and so that's something but I say, you know, that's what Elkhorn South is doing. They're uh, they're developing, you know, not only their advanced kids, but their uh, you know inexperienced ones, and really building a sol- solid foundation for their program. And and uh, yeah, and, and I think they wrestle well, and you develop the kids get better as the season progresses for them. So we did see them earlier in the year, and so I was concerned that they could be, uh, you know, a, a difficult opponent. And they started out that way, and we started right the strength of their lineup and sure enough like you said we were not leading about halfway through and uh you know i i still felt that we we're going to win the duel if we do what we're supposed to but it still kind of makes you uncomfortable when you're halfway through the duel and you're down you know what was it i said 18 to 10 i think you know they're a couple matches ahead and even after luke's win you know still still down 18 13 at that point um but then things took off yeah um <laughs> you know i started mentioning luke there mm-hmm. that uh he had a, 
opponent that really frustrated him, and, and Luke's got to learn that, uh, hey, you know, sometimes you get a 2-0 to zero win, just take it, you know. Yep. Kid didn't do a whole lot. He was hard to score on because uh, he was tall and long and had good leverage and made it difficult to get in on, on shots and difficult to turn, and, and the guy didn't, like I said, didn't do a whole lot. I mean, if the official doesn't call stalling, doesn't call stalling, just – you just got to keep working and, and, and uh, you know, not get frustrated because, uh, you know, if I, I'm that coach too, I'm going to tell you, I mean, you got Luke's uh, ranked in the state and pretty high and, and uh, you know, his record shows it. And and uh, I'm like, hey, you know, keep that match close as you can and maybe kind of catch a win in the end or something. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and that – so he did what he's supposed to do and, and – Luke's got to learn not to get frustrated with that. Just wrestle and and uh, do your best and um, you know take advantage of opportunities when you can. Because sometimes he gets a little frustrated. Then he then he's not wrestling as well as he should. And maybe he could have scored another point or two and and uh, uh, you know put the uh, match out of hand. So there's no lucky reversal or takedown or something to uh, you know to send it in overtime or to win it. But uh, and now he came away with the two zero win. Kind of reminded uh, me of Jake Smith's state finals match. Was his junior year? Senior year. Senior year. Where the well, kid just blocked off the whole match. And uh, yeah, that was a <laughs> different situation. That guy's goal only goal was to not get pinned. Yeah. Now he is happy to be there in state finals with Jake, and and uh, his goal is not to get pinned because Jake pinned him a week earlier in districts and. <laughs> Uh, first time I ever seen a guy win a state title and walk out in the hallway and throw his headgear. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> you just won a state title. Be happy. He didn't do anything. I wanted to pin him. Well, okay, I, I like that uh, <laughs> attitude, but he just won a state title. Anyhow, all right, back to this duel here. Uh, you know, and Hunter Thompson uh, got another win, got another pin. Hunter's coming along. Uh, he, he's another one of those that never wrestled uh, – club or anything and came out in middle school for the first time and um, you know i've mentioned it before middle school is uh wrestling if you only do middle school wrestling it's a good introduction but it's it's uh there's uh, not a lot of not a lot of time to develop and, and stuff like that i mean it's, it's it's and it but it is extremely important to our program and and you can see by how many kids we have in our lineup that um, our contributors that have been part of that, but uh, he, you know he, he's barely had. Uh, I mean, I would it's three years because he started in seventh grade. But I, I mean, even then, you middle school wrestling, you uh, a year is only like six to eight weeks max, and and uh, that's not really much of a year. Uh, but uh, uh, but he's starting to come along and, and and has actually been winning several matches and has got a. a, a respectable record for a sophomore at 195 and um you know once we once he learns some technique i mean he's he's really got to develop better technique and and he's gonna he's gonna be something so um good to see him get another win there and he had a real good weekend too um you know and, and i'll mention some of those here later what the records were but uh garrett goes out and gets a pin um Again, I think Garrett's just been a pinning machine this year. Um, yep. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, except it, for his, the last duel. Well, yeah, he got that's, a tech on that's, that one. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and then Jake Starr goes out and gets a win. 
kind of a little overexcited with his win there. Um, something we need to have a discussion. I didn't get a chance to just talk about it there. Andy was busy talking with him, but uh, we'll talk later. But anyhow, he was pretty happy with his win. <laughs> and uh, But to, so then he came around to the little guys again, Kale and AJ, um, you know, what do you say? I mean, they they go out and take care of business and and uh, uh, get their pins and you know and do real well and and then we finish up with uh, Hunter Anderson uh, finishes off with a win with basically seven straight wins in a row uh, to pull away to uh, forty five to eighteen and and uh, you know a comfortable win that um, you know kind of where I expected us to be at. Uh, just uh, like I said, when you're starting to strengthen a lineup, and and uh, I knew they'd keep it close, but uh, you know you get nervous um, at that point. But we end up pulling away at the seven wins in a row, and you know Hunter Anderson finished off with a, a quality win over a quality opponent, and uh, uh, to finish, I think uh, the Post Gazette said the County Clash or whatever he called it. I don't know whatever he tweeted out, something like that. But uh, uh, so that's really it for that duel there. After that, we had a uh, Ashland Green one again, another one that didn't seem to have a didn't have a full lineup. Um, so not really a close duel on the you know dual score there. Um, there were a couple, one or two uh, good matchups there. In that duel, if I remember right, um, yeah, there's uh, you know, Kale Lordson had a had a ranked wrestler, right? Um, uh, you know, and he ended up pinning him, and uh, you know, so that was a, that was a good solid win for him there, and you know, not not unexpected any either, either way, but uh, so at least that's somebody that they think is going to be good for them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they had a, a solid 170-pounder that, uh, you know, Logan um, got caught and reaching a little bit too much with his elbows out and whipped over and pinned. But, I mean, you uh, do that against a quality opponent who's, who's strong like that. Um, also, Garrett had a had a match against, uh, uh, you know, Jacob Ludwig, which, you know, some people think that, that kid deserves to be rated. And, um, and he is, you know, he's on the verge of being rated and, in some rankings, I think into others he is rated. So a quality opponent that uh, people looking forward to. And, and uh, you know, Garrett, uh, it was somewhat close in the first period, but uh, uh, then Garrett pretty much took control after that and dominated the kid and then finally ended up pinning him. And so a uh, good, solid win for Garrett there too. Um, uh, you, you know, and that was really uh, the extent of their – the quality of their – their kids i mean they they what they have that you know they have do have a lot of opens uh you know again like crete and hopefully they can get that all taken care of because again you know they're a, a class b team and and uh you know and um you should be able at least to, to fill out pretty well and traditionally they they had been other than up until the last several years and hopefully that gets all, all fixed again so that we can have good lineups uh you know, to compete against rather than just getting her hand raised. Uh, you know, that's something we can't control, but, um, you know, anyhow, so that's about the excitement for that duel. So 72 to 12 there. And then 
Got to face uh, Lincoln East, who's rated duels. I've seen two and three in Class A. So really good dual team. I know you were talking before the, the tournament. You thought, you know, there might there's a chance we could – we could pick up a win there. It's going to be super tough, but no, there there was a chance. But I guess I'll yeah. let you d- dig in. One into in a million. That. The old dumb and dumber <laughs> quote. So you got a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. But no, seriously, yeah. You know when when I doing the pre meet, you know, scouting and analysis. Um, we obviously we had to wrestle our best. We've wrestled all year, and and uh, you know I felt that uh, the top uh, four weights we, we can get wins at every one of those, and and even score some bonus points um, at those, and that'll help us out. And um, you know they one of their number one wrestlers that uh, Brandon Bosser that at one thirteen was uh, hadn't wrestled; he'd been injured, and and uh, uh, you know looking at hey, you know if he's not in there. Uh, that gives us a extra chance there to pick up a win, and um, you know, thought maybe if we move, do a couple other moves, um, there's a chance that we can uh, and wrestle well. That we might pick up some wins, but uh, um, ended up not happening um, the way we had hoped. Uh, you know, probably the, the biggest thing that hurt us, and, and ironically, is uh, you know their. And Max Mayfield, who's nationally ranked um, at 152 pounds, uh, he didn't make weight. Um, now, the rumor is that he might be going up to 160 anyhow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was he was close, so he he only missed weight by about a pound or so. And, and at the time, I thought, well, maybe that's on purpose for them because that actually helped them in our duel against us, and, and it took away our chance of doing any type of moving uh anything or to give us a better advantage and and because they were able to move their uh 170 pounder up who's just a stud and to wrestle luke and you know i was expecting luke to get a pin and and end up he's wrestling one of their you know possibly a state champion and and uh and actually luke wrestled them pretty well um you know considering uh you know, the, the guy's a senior and, and uh, uh, you know, a state champion level wrestler. Um, and the guy physically, he, he, there's there's a difference in, in physical matureness there. You can see <laughs> that. And, you know, that guy knew where the weight room was and how to use the, the weights. So, um, you know, and and uh, but uh, I thought Luke wrestled well. He lost 14 to 7 and, um you know, and did score some takedown. Did a score takedown on the guy, and and really should have had another takedown. Um, it was one of those things. And this is, you know, this would be a good match. And, and really, a couple of these matches, uh, this duel will help us a lot. I I think uh, to get better in, in certain areas rather than going out and smoking somebody seventy six to nine or whatever, and and taking a few forfeits. But uh, um, you know, it uh, like in Luke's match. Uh, he hit a nice shot, nice deep. Looked like he was going to score, and and really should have scored. But I, I think he just felt he was, you know, he had it, and he kind of relaxed. And uh, you know, one thing we talk about and, and preach a lot is you know executing technique. Uh, you know, 
showing technique and executing technique to beat uh, the top 10% of the uh, wrestlers in the state. And you could beat the top 10% with that stuff. The other 90, you have no problem beating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and that was a situation where this guy was a, a top 10%, and, and Luke kind of relaxed on his finish. Uh, Luke was, I mean, Luke was completely behind him, but he didn't quite have the control, and it looked like Luke kind of relaxed, like, yeah, I got this, no problem. And the guy scrambled right on out of it, and and uh, so it's a real good example, you know, good good learning thing for Luke to, you know, hey, finish it, you know, and and that that you know could have been a four point swing. Now all of a sudden, a seven point loss is a three point uh, loss only, and and you're in striking distance. That who knows what else could happen, and and uh, you know so. But, uh, you know, they're, what they were able to do because of Mayfield uh, not making weight at 152, now they're able to bump up two weights. Um, you know, I thought Logan would have a, a decent chance at the guy they had there. Um, all of a sudden, well, actually, no, I'm sorry, that was, Lyman was there. But, um, you know, the, I was just kind of looking at the results here. Uh, Chase Kamer uh, must have been a stud. I mean, he wrestled Connor Breck at 152 and at 160 and one. I think there's a little error there yeah. from the scoring team. Just a little side note. Like, see, we're reading this stuff off off the internet right now, off track wrestling. But anyhow, back to you know they were able to make some moves that, uh, like I said, that uh, took some points away or opportunities away for us. Um, you know, and Hunter Anderson had a, a had a good match and you know against a a good opponent and and i you know that was one that i thought was gonna be a toss-up and he ended up losing one to zero and and really i thought he had the takedown at the end and and uh um you know i i don't know what the official saw there or what his interpretation is but uh he didn't feel that was the case and and uh so we disagreed on that one but uh, um you know and then uh carter lurch comes in and gets the big win uh, you know, they end up forfeiting because I think one of their guys was they didn't was have a injured. 285. Yeah, 285 was injured. Uh, although I thought that, uh, well, you know, part of one of our plans was was to move around and at, at that point and you know and get some wins there. But uh, uh, yeah, it's, Carter was begging to go in. Carter begging to go in, and I'm mm-hmm. look looking around and. You know, we just got done wrestling. I was talking to Hunter and a lot of going, you know, things going on. And, uh, you know, we the, actually their guy that bumped up to 285 is a 220-pounder, so they're avoiding Garrett. And, and uh, But anyhow, I, I thought about just leaving Garrett down and taking the forfeit and, and letting Jake, because I think Jake uh, would have gotten a pin too. Um, but uh, Carter can be persuasive at times, but... <laughs> And you know, it is, the kids kind of got real excited about Carr getting that chance. So um, at least we had some excitement with that, and the fans seemed to like it. But uh, um, you know, I had to make a f- quick snap decision. To, and Carter's was very persuasive. That's why he got in. But uh, then uh, you know, coming back around to 106, uh, probably the one. You know, there's every year there's there's a premier match or, or two, or you know. You, and uh, this might be one of the top premier matches in the entire season, all classes anywhere. Uh, you know, with Kale um, going up against Keith Smith from Lincoln East. Um, you know, Kale's rated number one in B, and Smith is rated number one in A. And and uh, you know, and uh, 
you know, a very, very successful wrestler, not only at the high school level, but uh, uh, national level in, in, in different areas. And so, um, you know, a big match that people are actually even talking about before this tournament that might happen. And, and uh, you know, when, when Lincoln East Bossert had been out, Smith had been going up, wrestling up a weight, uh, like at the fracas a lot. So we were kind of looking at, all right, well, um, about chasing him and, uh, you know, if he goes up, we'll, you know, Kale will go up and, and Connor or Connor Rattoni will get an uh, opportunity to jump in there at 106. And, um, you know, and AJ would go up to 120 and, and stuff. But, uh, and that's where we thought that we might be able to pick some points up that we never got a chance that since Bossert was in there, that, you know, that obviously took away that opportunity uh, for us to score points. And that, that was one of the pre-meet things that we thought we could get some points, but didn't uh, didn't turn out for us. Uh, but Kale had a great match. Uh, I thought towards the end he was trying, he was protecting his lead a little bit too much. And but it, there's some things there, and, and I, you know, some things I saw there that um, you know we'll take some look at film again and and uh, you know help Kale even become a better wrestler. Um, I, mean, I thought there were some opportunities for some sweep singles that. Uh, on the side that he likes anyway and and uh, he said that uh, he thought that uh, he, he was being blocked off and and taken away uh, that away from him and and uh, very well could have been so maybe looking at some different setups or something in those situations but uh, uh, certainly gave us an opportunity to help uh, uh, you know help Kale improve there and that so that was a good match for him because sometimes when you just I mean Kale has pretty much pinned or teched everybody uh, and when you're doing that all year long, it, uh, you know, it's less. You you don't get to see those things, those little tiny details that uh, you need to fix. And and so this is a good match for him that we got some things to work with. Uh, you know, and AJ goes out there and wrestles uh, Bosser number one ranked in in A, and he really lost six to zero. You know, that's somewhat of respect. That's a respectful score. Um, you know, and and. There's a couple times AJ had some chances to score and couldn't quite get it done. And obviously, an elite wrestler like that—that's, uh, you know, they're going to stop that stuff. But uh, uh, you know, some things we can work with AJ also and and help him out. And, and uh, um, you know, and so and then we, you know, and I think we ended up with Matthew Coe was the last match of the day. Uh, Lost nine to four uh, against a very solid wrestler. Um, you know some things there we could do too to to improve. And and you know Austin Breckenridge had a had a decent match going there. Uh, end up losing thirteen six. Uh, uh, you know, but Austin right now is uh, you know he's he's got some potential and and uh, he's got some good things. But sometimes when he's running into these uh, you know, more experienced wrestlers as far as high school experience, you know, juniors and seniors, it's, it, it's been kind of rough in, at times, but, uh, um, you know, hopefully, uh, this experience is going to make him better. And, and, uh, cause, uh, we have high expectations for him, you know, down the road and, and, uh, yeah, I think he's gonna be a great one for us too, but, um, yeah, we end up uh, losing 45, 17 and, uh, you know, unfortunately, they took away every opportunity we had to to move around. Mainly, <laughs> mainly because one guy didn't make weight. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> so he was able to move up two weights, and 
and really took us out of what we were doing and what we wanted to do. Kind of highlights that you know how much different of a game duels are versus and duel tournaments versus uh, individual tournaments and and kind of why there's a dual state championship now and and how those you know it, it's a different ball game it's, it's not just you know you go put all your guys in a bracket and and hope to pick up a bunch of team points in a duel you can move things around or even like this you know possibly ahead of time even make sure a guy goes up one weight class so he can go up two and because guy can only move up one weight class from what they they qualify for on the scale so yeah it just kind of highlights that you know we're looking at moves they might be looking at moves and making moves ahead of time and We'll see how that plays out the rest of the year, I guess. Yeah. And one, one thing, uh, too, we can take away from this uh, duel is that, uh, you know, yeah, we got beat 45-17, and that, that stings a little bit. But, uh, um, you know, and that's, that's part of the, you know, depth of Class A compared to Class B. And, um, you know, because Hastings is a solid uh, dual team, and, and uh, they got beat by worse. Uh, so uh, I think they were like 49 to 15 or something like that. So, um, you know, they're number one ranked dual team in, in class B and, and, uh, you know, so, um, you know, comparing opponents, uh, you know, some common opponents were, were right there with Hastings who's ranked number one. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, our first thing is we need to get to the state tournament, the state dual tournament, and then the second thing is we need to uh, wrestle well, and and uh, uh, you know it should give us confidence, our guys' confidence that uh, um, you know that uh, you know maybe this is year we we bring home that uh, uh, the complete set of their trophies. Right now we got second, third, and fourth at the state duels. And the only trophy we don't have is first, so we have to complete the set this year. And every year we that, go, we that, come home with that. Should have been our motto for this year: complete the set. <laughs> Dang, what, what were we thinking? thinking? <laughs> but uh, anyhow, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, Lincoln East is just tough. Uh, and not only that, I mean, you think about Hastings didn't have to deal with uh, the number one ranked Bossard at one thirteen, mm-hmm. and, and we did. So uh, that's something else that. Uh, uh, you know, obviously the score would be a, bit, a little bit closer if that we didn't have that, and um, you know, so you know, some good things coming out. You know, that can come out of that. Like I said, is uh, we it shows us some things to work on on several of our guys, and and uh, just keep getting better every day. Yep. So team takes second in in the tournament. A um, couple guys all tournament. I guess. I don't, we had it was eleven out of fourteen. It looks like, with winning records, you know, throughout the day. Um, five guys had one loss. Three guys went undefeated in the tournament. Um, Garrett was all tournament team. Kale was all tournament. Robert wasn't, be, but he was undefeated. He just lost out on criteria against a guy he didn't wrestle. And uh, and Kale ended up being voted by the coaches the uh, outstanding wrestler of the tournament. So, <clears throat> pretty good performance overall, I guess I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and the reason why Robert lost out on the uh, all tournament team is uh, this Hester from Bellevue East went undefeated also, and, and we didn't run run against them. Um, 
and uh, but he pinned all his opponents, and but uh, Robert had two decisions in there, and um, you know, and so that was really the difference um, why Robert didn't win that uh, all tournament because only one person gets that, and but uh, certainly still uh, going undefeated uh, is fantastic, and, and especially you know Robert that uh, like I said coming off an illness and and. Uh, um, you know, and he's been wrestling some tough, tough competition so far this year. Uh, so he kind of needed needed this tournament. This is good for him to uh, to show that he still he still got it. Um, but yeah, I was real pleased with uh, how many of our guys, uh, how well they did overall. Um, you know, especially after the Lincoln Southeast duel, looking kind of uh, sluggish and stuff, and in some cases, and I, you know, I don't know if. What all? What just maybe just had a bad day? I guess that day, but uh, we got back right on track and and uh, you know wrestled pretty well and and several things have come out of it. Um, yeah, I guess I was talking about that Lincoln South or Lincoln East duel with things we we got there to work on and and uh, Ralston with you know Colby getting a chance to wrestle at Talmadge and now now that'll give us uh, uh, some help for down the road uh, at the state tournament if we run into him and. Um, you know, in some other cases that guys are, uh, you know, showing big improvements in wrestling, high-level competition, you know, state medalists and stuff real tough and, um, you know, should give them some confidence there. And, and uh, so overall, help us uh, uh, down the road. Um, although it did, uh, one thing that, one negative that came out of this tournament is that, uh, a couple of those teams that, uh, you know, like I said, they have all those opens. Well, they're not really good dual teams, so that kind of hurts the state uh, dual points. Mm -hmm. uh, so even though we went 4-1 uh, and one and our losses to a high-level team, um, we we dropped slightly in the in the, our point average. Um, fortunately, not too far, but, uh, uh, you know, we're – we did drop a few percentage points on that. Yep. Um, I guess rolling in in the next week. Um, not much, you know, during the week. Just normal week of practices up through Thursday, um, and then EMC duels on Friday and Saturday. I don't know if you have the actual schedule out, but Friday it starts at four, and Saturday at ten. Um, See Blair Elkhorn Elkhorn well, North isn't open yet. Uh, Nebraska City Norris Plattsmouth and Waverly. Is Elkhorn South switched now? Or are they still? They're not EMC this year anymore, right? Well, they have been for a couple years now. What am I thinking? Gretna was one that uh, just dropped one that out. Switched. Okay. <coughs> so yeah, it's too bad because uh, when the last couple years when Gretna was in there, they're just. Uh, they were a killer team, uh, you know, challenging Class A for state Class A state titles as a team, and now they get out and shoot. We would have, we could have had our revenge on them. Although <laughs> I think uh, since we've been the, joined the EMC, we're, we've split half and half, so this was going to be a tiebreaker, and I, I think we could take it to them. But mm -hmm. uh, um, but since Jake Smith's there, former Badgerette, uh, you know we. Uh, we'll let them slide this time, but they're they're in our badger duels, so 
we'll see him sometime down the road and get our chance. And and uh, so anyhow, uh, yeah, EMC duels like you talked about. That's uh, I I actually got the information just came out. They finally sent it Friday, which is kind of late, but also you know with the holiday uh, break and everything, sometimes information comes out late. But uh, we even got our matchups. Um, you know wh- who are wrestling and, and all that. Do they match track wrestling, or are they, or have you even looked? I haven't looked on track okay. whether they have or not, but I'm sure they will. But uh, uh, on Friday, um, our first duel is against Plattsmith. Uh, and then we wrestle Blair the second round, which, uh, you know, that could, uh, I, I really think that will determine the, the EMC champion there, um, you know, which is kind of surprising. Usually they put that, the, the last duel uh, of the whole tournament, the teams they expect to, to compete for the title, um, but they put us on Friday, so I don't know if that's because somebody else thinks that they're going to compete or not. But uh, anyhow, that's that's the way it is. Um, but uh, round three then on on uh, Friday uh, is against Norris, um, and then we come back. There's three rounds on Friday and and four rounds on Saturday, um, but we only have six duels. There's one buy in there, so. We come back right away, and and on on Saturday morning, first duel against Nebraska City. Uh, they're probably the second toughest, I think, that we got on our schedule. They're, uh, you know, they're a solid duel team. Uh, they beat Scott the first duel of the year. Yeah, um, I mean, Scott had some kids missing, but still, mm-hmm. it's it's a good win for them, and and they've been uh, doing real well, and I believe they're ranked around eighth or ninth, something like that, in in duel teams. Uh, so that's going to be a, a, a tough one, and I'm kind of happy actually to see him first uh, first duel because um, I think we do a nice job of uh, warming up our guys and getting them ready, and and uh, you know, and so I, it seems like when we wrestle them first duel before our tournament, we uh, um, we come out a little bit better. I'm trying to, trying <laughs> to say that's the nicest way I can. <clears throat> anyhow, um, our guys come out better warmed up at the start of most of tournaments compared to others. Just like yeah. saying we feel like we're one of the best conditioned teams in the state. Yeah. So, so similar thing. But, uh, you know, they're, they're a good team and, and, you know, and so we got to be ready for that. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, every duel is important to make it to the state duels. You know, we talk about being, uh, thinking we can compete with anybody in class B. Well, we got to get there first. Um, and that means, you know, with our tough schedule that we have with the fracas, the, you know, bringing Lincoln East into our tournament, um, you know, Omaha Burke on our schedule and, you know, and Central and Papillion and, you know, all these uh, uh, tough teams. We got to win the ones we need to win and uh, and just get in there uh, and then, then let the rest take care of itself. So that's an important one in Nebraska City there and really all these. But uh, anyhow, so round two of Saturday, that's our bye. Um, just before lunch break, kind of like our <laughs> Badger duel, so that might be a long break there. Um, then we finish up uh, against Waverly round six, and then the last one uh, uh, against Elkhorn. So uh, 
Um, that's kind of the schedule uh, for the EMC duels. Uh, you know, and it so, uh, you know, with uh, Blair in there being the returning state champs and duel uh, in state duels, uh, they're obviously going to be very tough, uh, as I said, and also currently ranked number three and and uh, in, in the state right now in the dual tournament. So they're they're going to be very very tough and to beat. But uh, um, you know, hopefully we can get that done. Nebraska City being another ranked team is going to be real tough and. Other than that, uh, you know, you, you got some good wrestlers in there, but I'll, you know, other than that, as long as we take care of business like we should, we should be all right uh, against the other teams. They haven't marked Matt's one, two, three, and four, but that doesn't make any sense because uh, <clears throat> there's only three duels at a time. So have they talked about if it's all going to be in the front gym or if they're going to split them up at all or anything like that? Well, because of uh, – you know, this year having seven teams that made, yeah, they'll have a, you know what, they might, uh, they might split some of those duels. One thing that uh, do with the EMC duels, I really don't like, and I know the other coaches don't like, but uh, they'll actually split the duels. So what that means is um, 106 will start wrestling one mat, 113 will wrestle on the other mat, and you just kind of bounce back and forth when one mat finishes, the next guy goes up and, and goes in. So you get the duel done in about half the time. Well, that's that's nice for, for time. But the uh, problem is when you're trying to move kids around, and I really think that cost us a duel once about uh, three or four years ago against Blair that, uh, you know, where we were looking at depends on who they send out in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to – hold somebody and put somebody else out and all that well all of a sudden you're on different mats and things happen and pretty sure that opportunity is gone or you or or a fast pin happens on one mat and so the guy comes up on another mat and you're kind of getting out of sync and out of order and you in and it's and it's difficult to to manage and and uh so uh you know that's something we're gonna have to be real careful about uh you know really the, the big duel uh, is Blair, um, but fortunately that one uh, is in the main gym where there's another duel going on. Um, well, that's the thing is that there's only three mats that'll be wrestling, and usually in the main gym weren't there three mats anyways. Well, there are three mats, but they had JVs wrestling there. Okay, they're doing two JVs in the middle mats. Yes, that's, that's right. That's what they've done in the in the past. So. Um, I don't know, maybe they put them on mat four. You know, that's something that uh, you know, we haven't had to deal with in the past, but uh, we'll we'll see what they what they do. Um, I don't know if there's talk of just putting all the varsity in the front gym and just having JVs in the back kind of like. No, they're not going to. Yeah, that's just too too congested there. Okay. Um, I mean, the JVs, you have, you know, you could share that middle mat, but uh, – um, but you're also the, the teams are you're sharing teams. You're not bringing in two additional teams into that gym. And can you do it? Yeah, I mean we do it. It's tight. Um, but uh, um, I guess I, I don't think they have that in plans. Okay. Curious with the team count this year. <clears throat> Has anything else to talk about for uh, EMC duels next weekend? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I think we covered it all. Just uh, be there, support us, be loud. Yep. <laughs> and uh, 
you know, I guess the biggest duel right away is, is that first day, uh, second round. So, well, I guess this is probably the podcast about duels, for duels, by duels. So, I guess we'll get to the state duels wild card update. Not so too early in the season anymore. Um, things are starting to shake out a bit more. But as of uh, this afternoon, we're sitting in seventh place with 44.375 points. Um, just kind of looking at who's all where. Um, Garing is sitting at the top, but they only have two duels. I know they'll pick up more duels uh, in the second half of the season to, to get to their six. Um, I think they had one out-of-state duel and one in-state duel. Um, Adam Central sitting up there, too, 13-0 on their duels. Um, yeah, and I saw their coach today um, at the meeting I was at, and he said they're they're tough part of their schedules coming up here, and and we're actually kind of winding down at after uh, you know the MC duels. Uh, we did, I mean we still got some tough duels out there yet, but uh, um, just a few individual ones, not big tournaments. So we're kind of winding down as they're kind of ramping up. So maybe they'll run into some tougher ones uh, coming later. Yep, you got uh, Minden sitting. Um, Above us, they're six and zero. Um, just kind of looking at theirs. A lot of C and D in their schedule. Yeah, and, and some teams that really, you know, this is, you know, where these points kind of, uh, you know, there there's some C and D teams that they're, um, they're they're beating and and their scoring is. I mean, shoot, they they. Uh, one on, on criteria against a team at six and four, and uh, but hopefully all that stuff works itself out. They got you know I don't know who's all at the Minden duels, um, you know, but then they got Aurora coming up, um, you know, and hopefully those things take care of themselves down the down the road, uh, and uh, the points work out. But uh, um, you know and. Or at least don't kick us out, at least. <laughs> Hastings is sitting at three, even though they're top-rated team in the state. Um, you got Auburn up there. And, and then we Nebraska City sitting ahead of us, who we'll get a C and hopefully take care of that. Yeah, um, they'll have – well, the thing is, head-to-head doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <It's>, I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can knock them down some. But, uh, you know, and, and some of these, too, uh, you know, I know Auburn's situation – uh, they wrestled a bunch of out-of-state teams that, um, and in one at you know, as a dual tournament early in the year in southwest Iowa that uh, uh, I don't believe that they were very good teams. Um, but uh, they get maximum points for those mm-hmm. currently. I mean, it'll work out in the end um, because each team, when you wrestle an out-of-state team, uh, like for example, us we we wrestled Great Bend, Kansas. Uh, we need to report those their dual record uh, towards the end of the year, um, and, and then then they'll that'll come into and change all the points. So, uh, you know, I'm assuming that uh, that those teams they beat uh, uh, probably won't have great records, and and so that'll bring them down some. Um, and and might knock them out. It should knock them out of the top eight. Um, and uh, you know, there's Scotts Bluff there at nine and nine. They're a similar situation. They're wrestling a lot out of state teams. Um, 
I mean, Scottsdale's a good team, but still nine and nine. They're they're getting max points for several teams. Um, you know, I know we we have some couple out of state teams too. We're getting max points too, but mm-hmm. but not not like that. Um, I think so Auburn I, had like six out of state, five five out of state teams that they're getting max points for right now. Yeah, and, and so some of these numbers are deceiving. I mean, it is kind of giving you an idea where people are at, but. Uh, but it's also a little bit deceiving to some degree, and I wish there was a better way of, of doing that. But uh, um, you know, that's kind of how it works with with wrestling. And I believe basketball and volleyball and all the other sports, if they compete against out of state teams, they, uh, yeah, I'm assuming they probably have to report somehow too. Um, you know, I, I don't know how that works with them. But with wrestling, I I just know that because I got to do that every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, you know, as long as we can keep ourselves in the top eight, that's 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 our goal, our immediate goal, and and uh, so that we can get the state dual tournament and then take care of business. Then, yep. Uh, so I guess that that about wraps it up for this week, the the week of duels after Christmas break, and then uh, I guess. Next week we'll recap some more duels, uh, so tune in for that. We'll we'll preview just slightly uh, a few things. We'll have Oakland Craig JV to preview next week. The Syracuse Rumble in the Ring duel, and then the Logan Magnolia Takema Triangular. So recapping more duels, previewing some duels and some JV, and and that's about it. Yeah, uh, well, I mean right now we're heavy into duels. I know it seems like we're we're at the fracas of duel tournament, the Badger duels, the EMC duels. Um, just kind of a how our schedule happens to work out. I try to work, uh, you know, with our schedule. Uh, I, I try to work four individual tournaments and and three dual tournaments, so we get a mix of both. And and so our kids are familiar with both ways of of competing when we get to the state tournaments. Um, you know, it just ra- happens that we bookend the duels with the uh, individual tournaments. So we yep. had. Two individual tournaments to start off with, with the Bainton Invite and Boys Town, and and then we'll finish up uh, after EMC duels. We got the Lexington, the EMC Conference tournament, um, uh, you know, the individual tournaments. So we'll get back into those uh, coming up later. But yep. right now we're, like I said, we're putting on in a lot of duels. <laughs> Alrighty. So anything else you want to go over? No, not at this point. I guess that's. Sounds like it's good. That's about it. Well, make sure you find the podcast, subscribe, rate, and review, and tell your family and friends to check it out and uh, get tuned in on Bennington Wrestling. Until next week, see you.